0: What's up, guys? It's Mike and Mark, LRM TV podcast, and we got a special edition coming about you today. Um, recently, we had the big breaking news of Deathstroke being introduced into the DCEU universe uh, by the re- reveal uh, from Ben Affleck on Twitter, and a lot of you know hype has come around it. Would he be in Justice League? It's been confirmed he's going to be in the standalone Batman film but it hasn't been confirmed yet if he's going to be in the Justice League film. And so um, the other breaking news that came out earlier this week was Joe Mangalo. right? Manganello. Manganello. I'm sorry. Joe Manganello. Manganello. Joe Manganello is going to be playing Deathstroke in the uh, DCEU universe, okay? So how does that relate to TV? It kind of doesn't, but at the same time it does because... We've already seen Deathstroke before on Arrow, okay? played by Manu Bennett, who on awesome. season two basically stole the show. Wow. Probably the best bad guy villain out there right now um, in the DC TV universe, Marvel universe, whatever you I want to I think he it. was even better than some of the... He's, better than, June, Mar- he's D- better than June Moon in suicide. Squad. Uh, yeah, hello. Um, better than What about Incubus in suicide? Oh, oh okay. I mean, well, yeah, hello. Hey, oh, oh, oh. uh, um we can get on that a little bit later. <laughs> uh he's better than let's say I say Lex Luthor. Yeah. Uh Jesse Eisenberg or Einberg's, Einberg. uh, yeah. Lex Luthor. Uh he's better than uh Red Skull. Oh, yeah. That's he's better
1: than I think I would say he was better than Ultron for me personally. Oh yeah, I, I wasn't a fan of the depiction of Ultron.
0: So that shows you just uh, the only the only person I could consider on uh, the Manu be- Bennett's level a uh, bad guy villain. All right, are really two people. That would be Loki from the you know the Avengers, oh, yeah. and then um, Reverse Flash. Tom Cavanagh. Oh yeah, Adam. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, and that's basically, you know, the those are the only two that I think held hold on to that level. Hold on one second. So, Manu Bennett's uh, deathstroke, without a doubt, is was the key to Arrow's success. Uh, season one, you know, yeah, you Malcolm Merlin being the bad guy took Arrow to a, a good level, and then season two with Deathstroke took Arrow to this new level and really kind of solidified the DC universe and the television uh, era, especially on the CW, along with The Flash. Um, Stephen Amell came out this week and basically confirmed uh, to a point, you know, that just because Joe Manganiello... There you go. Got it. Joe Manganiello is playing Deathstroke in the film universe does not mean that Arrow cannot use... You know, Manu Bennett's Deathstroke on Arrow. Yep, which is awesome. That is great. So that means let's get him in season five. That means don't they,
1: tease me, Steven Amell.
0: Yeah, like don't don't take me out back and you know play with me for a little bit and then just walk away. Yeah, you know get out of here with that. I need to see Manu Bennett's Deathstroke some sometime during season five. It doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to be the main villain. It could be just a you know an episode or two, an arc or two. But get him off the damn island. And bring him yeah. back to Starling City. Starling City, um, it, it needs to happen now. Yep. Um, so, what are your thoughts about Joe Manganiello, Deathstroke, in the film universe? Yeah,
1: you know, I like it. Obviously, I have my uh, little bias and favoritism towards um, the Arrowverse, Deathstroke. But I like Deathstroke as a character in general. I just, I always have. Um, and I think Joe Manganiello will do a a great job. Um, yeah, you know he was—he was actually rumored for the longest time, even before Suicide Squad came right. out, and they thought that Deathstroke could possibly be in it to be uh, in it, you know. And he—and um, he obviously wasn't, but I—I I think it's a good choice, you know. I think he could look the part of Slade, depending on what they want to do with it, you know. I think—I uh, don't know how like, old or young they're gonna make him. But I think that uh, he could do a good job. I think he's a good, like, build for the role as well. Um, he's been in some uh, movies that I think that you're going to be talking about here in a little bit where I could see that same sort of type of character portrayed with his Slade Wilson.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, so, you know, I think, uh, I, I think it will be great. I'm just excited to see Deathstroke because, once again, it's something that we haven't seen. Um, I, I mean, obviously for you know, uh, the Batman as it's being, you know, kind of whatever title it has right now. Um, I, I would like to see more of the Joker as well, just because I don't feel like I saw enough um, with Suicide Squad, but uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Deathstroke as, like, I, the the major, if not the major villain if someone else is mind and pulling the strings, at least major screen time villain. Right. You really get more of his side, because really, if you think about it, Deathstroke, it, I mean... There's one difference, really, between Deathstroke and Batman, Bruce Wayne, and Slade Wilson. One will will kill and doesn't have a problem with that, you know, and and doesn't... There's no emotion behind it, right? He does it for... Yeah, he's a mercenary. Yeah. yeah. You know,
0: lives by a code, you know, type deal. Um, Not the Deadshot ways where he he won't kill women and children. Deadshot has that that type of code, but um, he's kind of, like... Deathstroke is like the warrior, uh, you know. He want if he's gonna die, he wants to die in battle type mm-hmm. deal. Um, but yeah, uh, he's, the character is actually so. Here's the deal: is that for those of you who don't know a lot about Deathstroke, he was actually a Teen Titans villain for the longest mm-hmm. time. Um, he was created by mainly by George Perez. Um, you know, came up with the concept of you know his outfit and everything. But he was introduced in the New Teen Titans uh, number two. And he was the kind of the villain to challenge the Teen Titans throughout the 80s and early 90s. And then there was a couple of storylines where Deathstroke was introduced into uh, the Batman comics and then later on to the Green Arrow comics. And he's kind of shared a back and forth uh, arch nemesis between those two more recently. Um, so there's not a lot of background stories you can go with. That's why I'm like really interested how they're going to interact Um in the Batman storyline, because they had to recreate. So the, in Arrow, they re, they created a brand right. new origin for, for Slade. Right. Um, you know, sharing you know time on the on the island with Oliver while he was stranded up there. Um, then you have uh, then you have the the Teen Titans version um, where he's a mercenary for hire to take out the Teen Titans. Um, so the Batman introduction to it is going to be inter- interesting. I think with this version of Batman, the Ben Affleck Batman, that's you know what we see like in the video games, taking out 20 guys in one you know one swoop and everything like that. That's going to be amazing fight sequences. Uh, I think that's a smart idea because um, unless you're going to go the Christopher Nolan route where it's going to be a more of a mind psychological type of movie, like like The Dark Knight was, where the Joker was always like one step ahead of Batman. Um, if you're not going to go that route with a villain, then if you're going to go more the bruiser route and more action-based, then you got to go with Deathstroke. Um, he's the only one that's going to, like, really stand toe-to-toe of all the, the, the major villains and the Batman villains that can, you know, go up against Bruce Wayne-slash-Batman. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Uh, you know, the, the rumor was in the movie that it's going to be, you know... Um, for a while now, it's going to be more Arkham-centric, yeah. um, kind of taking a, a step from the um, Arkham games. If that's the case, you know, like you said, it, if they introduce other villains, it's great. But I want to see Deathstroke as the main villain. I think that's what took Arrow to the next level, is that Deathstroke has that personality and also that kind of um, that, that uh, character that ultimately he, you know he can elevate a superhero. And, like, sure. you know, my my whole experience, if you've ever listened to, me, you know, my podcast from before and, like, uh, my writings and stuff like that, is that what makes a great superhero movie is a great villain. You know, people know the hero already. People are going to go to the, you know, um, already for the hero. But if you want to get more people attracted to your movies, then you go and you create a great villain. And that's was the basically the handicap for... Um, Batman vs Superman—that was the handicap for Age of Ultron, um, the Iron Man 3 movie, the you know Superman, Man of Steel, you know Zod—I uh, thought was mismanaged, you know there. So um, definitely villains of the ones you can use in the Batman standalone film. Smart with Destro. Um, so since here's my predicament with a TV show is that if Deathstroke's going to be out and the Batman standalone film's coming out in 2017, you need to get, you know, your version of Deathstroke out now with Manu Burnett. Um I think that helps elevate this movie a little bit more. Uh-huh. People that not, maybe not, are, you know, didn't watch season two of, of Deathstroke, if they see him now, maybe that entices them to go right. see the Batman movie a little bit faster, you know. At least having an idea of who the character is, even if they're not using the
1: same exact um, you know, origin, background, whatever they want right. to do, uh, just being aware of who or what the character is.
0: Exactly. I mean, look at it. We're with the two different flashes, all right? right? Same Barry Allen, just two different flashes, two different takes on it. So um, definitely one of, the, um, one of the characters that I don't think you're going to be utterly confused. Wait a minute. Which one's which? Is either one on TV? So um, Joe Manganiello, um, if you've never seen the movie Sabotage, hmm. uh, go and rent it or look it up on itunes and watch it uh, he, it's it's starring um arnold schwarzenegger uh it's about a da team that uh, one by one they get picked off in a drug bu- after a drug bust and they can't figure out who it is and i'm going to spoil it for you because it's the movie's been out for a couple of years and if you haven't seen it then you know oh well but joe manganello is the um is the ends up being the bad guy? He's crazy. The Entire movie, he's actually crazy. So majority of people remember him from you know Magic Mike, Magic Mike X X L, um, and a lot of people don't know this, but or realize it, but he was Flash Thompson in uh, the first Spider-Man yeah. movie, with Tobey Maguire. Um, you know, I look back at the movie. I watched it like a couple months ago, and I was like, man, I've seen this guy before. It looks like Joe Manganiello, and sure enough, I checked on IMDb, and it was him. Um, yeah, you know, it looks like a young, young guy, but. Uh, no, if if you want to get a taste of what possibly he could be like in as Deathstroke, go rent Sabotage. That is the movie that you'll need to see. That he's probably going to bring that type, yeah. style of character um, to the to the film, and which shows that he can do it, and, and uh, not only oh, yeah. provide a strong um,
1: villain, but one that you know, because like you said, if you've ever seen the movie, the one that can provide twists like you're not really sure what way they're going to go and that's kind of how uh deathstroke is even though like yeah when he's you know he's he has a mission and you know what that is but still somewhere you're not exactly sure where he lies because yeah he does some he obviously does things for for money
0: but that you it's like you never exactly know where he stands exactly you know and what's what gets me about Duststroke, and this is crazy, is that the, the fan base for him, maybe not as big as, say, like a Deadpool or whatever, but think about this. Deadpool has his own comics. Deadpool has been in um, different mediums of, you know, Marvel entertainment somehow, some way. All right, so Deadpool, you know, prior to X-Men, Origins, Wolverines, was a, a B-list character and now is moved to the A-list character because of Ryan Reynolds in, the, you know, the latest movie. Deathstroke has never had his own comic book, Mm -hmm. has never been in um, any of the cartoon series as the main villain, until Young Justice came out a couple years ago, where he was featured in it, just for a couple episodes he was in. Um, So, the only real way people know about Deathstroke is through the Arkham games, right? Mm -hmm. It's really just... and, And he's not even the main villain in the Arkham games. No. So that is untapped potential. It's kind of like people were up in arms about um, Jared Leto's Joker. Well, it's, I think the reason why is because I think we have to, it's become diluted now is that Joker has been done now three times but in, in the film series, but then you also have uh, Mark Hamill's yeah, the animated, series. animated series Joker uh, and also in the uh, Arkham game. So it tells you that like, People need something new and need something. The Lex Luthor concept has been done before and stuff like sure. that. Um, so, you know, it's interesting to see ultimately, ultimately, like how popular Destro can be, you know, um, and where this new potential, you know. And he's gotten a lot of po- popularity recently in the comics, but where you saw his popularity skyrocket was when he was the main villain on Arrow. Because um, I know a couple friends of mine that had no clue who Deathstroke was prior to season two of Arrow. Um, Absolutely, yeah. So, how do you think he looked? Oh, I loved it. I loved. It. I mean, I thought for TV, Manu Bennett's version of Deathstroke was good, but this one took it to a whole new level. Like I'm already looking at cosplaying as as uh, Deathstroke. I don't even cosplay, and when I saw that, I was like, I want a suit like that to walk around. I'd really yeah. feel like I'd be invincible. What do you What do you think? Yeah, it looks
1: really, really good, and like I said, I, I enjoyed the costume on um, Arrow, uh, but I think obviously it just uh higher budget and whatnot, I mean, it, it looks exactly like the comics, it looks, it's obviously um, right out of the comics. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, you can't go wrong with sticking to source material, but it's, all, it's sleek, but yet, you know how it, it's aggressive. I just I think it looks great. It even has a little, um, uh, the like the, the letter. It, yeah, the part on the top. I mean, it just looks really good. Uh, my thing is, like I've said, is I'm just trying to figure out. We've talked about it a little bit. Is wh- what is that scene from? Is it a, because it seems pretty early? If it was for the Batman, if that, that's just what I'm calling it for right the now. Batman. That, the Batman, the Ben Affleck Batman movie. Is it just like test footage or is he maybe a small cameo in Justice League? Or is it like a mid credit scene so or and why where is he? Is he in is he in like just a random hangar? Is he in you know, um I, I can't really tell where is it. I've known or I've seen where with the Justice League, uh, Batman is supposed to have like a larger ship that carry that can carry the Batmobile and some of that. You know, is he in that? Like where yeah. is he?
0: So, like, the rumors that have come out is that that was footage from Justice League and it's going to be either, like, a a teaser scene at the end or it's going to be right at the end. Um, Here's my theory on it. I think it was, like you said, test footage. Mm -hmm. I think Ben Affleck leaked this to see how people would react. And if people would react well, then we're going to go with it and, you know, Deathstroke's going to be killing, and Joe Manganiello is going to sign off for it. Um, because I think they're taking the same type of playbook from Deadpool. Remember? Oh, sure. Remember how you know Deadpool for the longest time was you know in production stall. No one could find it. You know they couldn't find a, um, you know, or get it greenlit. And then all of a sudden, Ryan Reynolds or whoever leaks out that little two-minute teaser footage yeah, of it, that's right. and it blew up. You know, like, the you know, YouTube like crazy and the Internet like crazy. And so then Fox says, okay, we'll do a YouTube or we'll do a Deadpool movie. You know, and I think Ben Affleck literally took that same idea and said, let me put this out here. We're just going to do a quick test screen of it. If it does well and people are like, oh, yes, I'm excited. We're going to go with it. Because I I think that if you you go ahead and, and go with a villain and the people hate the villain... Because you can't do any more movies now with by hiding the villain. Because the DC universe has done that twice, and really they're doing it three times with uh, with Justice League. So they they try to hide Doomsday, you know, yeah. for the longest time, and that didn't work. Right. Um, and, and then um, with Suicide Squad, they try to hide the main villains, June Moon and in Incubus, and that didn't work either. So yeah, yeah, I think now it's like that test audience type deal. Um, we're going to show it out there. And it's like TV does. The, the TV shows do the same thing. They'll, you know, send out test footage. They'll do little teasers and everything. Like the DC Legends of Tomorrow teaser. Remember yes. the DC Legends of Tomorrow teaser? It was like three minutes long and stuff like that. And if you notice that that footage, that teaser footage, came out way before they even started um, taping Legends of Tomorrow. And the, the costumes were all different and everything, you know. You didn't yeah. even have... Um, at the time, you didn't, you know, like in the test footage of DC Legend of Tomorrow, you had Oliver and um, Barry kind of talking to the team, saying that they made this, they formed this team up to help Rip. And then in the show, it's all Rip. It's all Rip, right? Who makes this? You know, who makes the actual team together? So more and more TV shows and now movies are starting to go that route, where we'll send out a little teaser and we'll see how. With social media now, you can tell if people like it or not. And if people don't like it, you scrap it in, right. pre- in pre-production. Say, okay, we're not going to do this. So what do you think? So
1: I think the consensus is that people loved it or at least liked it. I think for the comic book fans, yeah. It's yeah. it's a step in the right direction. So then if it is a step in the right direction and the comic book fans, for the most part, have embraced it, then do you do a quick cameo or something in Justice League or a mid credit scene or something to bring in that public maybe not even like interest
0: but knowledge of this character. Yeah. I think I think that same exact scene that you saw there, maybe yeah. something like that. Right. Maybe not the same one, but something or like with that. With like a little bit of extension. Just to like it. you know, you maybe you see like Bruce Wayne's Batman like or Ben Affleck's Batman jumping out of the plane and, you know, soaring down or whatever and then he steps out of the shadows, you know, looks around, you're like, Who the heck is that guy and stuff? Um you know what I've thought is that
1: if if Bruce Wayne has, and Batman has this ship that's supposed to help the Justice League, whatever, because yeah. he's like funding them like he does, um, maybe like it's near the end and he has, you know, dropped everyone off, I don't know, whatever, back to their original place, or they all go their own ways, right. right? And he's flying back to Gotham, and you see that Deathstroke is on this ship, has
0: been on this ship, like knows something. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, so, another thing that might come out uh, out of this is that we might get the actual, like, Dick Grayson Nightwing out of this movie. Mm-hmm. All right? Because um, you could introduce Deathstroke as, since he is a Teen Titans villain originally, he could have been an arch nemesis of Dick Grayson as Nightwing and so forth. Because, remember, Nightwing was part of the Teen Titans first before he joined into the Batman universe. Right. Um, you know, so Dick Grayson was Robin, leaves uh, as Robin, and then in Teen Titans, turn you know, he becomes Nightwing as he gets older. So I think that's another person you can introduce, um, and maybe that Bruce has to help out, um, Desh- or Bruce has to help out Dick, you know, fight against Deathstroke, and you know, introduce that way. Um, who knows? Uh, There's a lot of different ways you can. Angles you can go at it. I mean, I think the way that Arrow did it with the um, with the way that Slade and Oliver had a background together prior to him becoming Deathstroke worked. I know some people didn't like it because it was the the love triangle story. But sure, to have a background story and that's what made that's what made the, you know the Deathstroke character on Arrow so like so amazing was that it w- there was an actual personal tie where instead of the other characters like Damian Dark there's, it's always about power or money or something like that. Right. You know? Ra's al Ghouls, you know version on Arrow it was good when he was trying to convert Oliver to joining the league yeah. but then once it turned into that oh we're going to take a, uh, a, our, a our script from Batman Begins and destroy <laughs> Starling City and stuff right? right. then it was like okay we've already seen this See it. Yeah moving uh, on. But Slade was all about a personal vendetta. Oh, yeah. That's what made it, you know, great. Um, so, you know... And his thing, well,
1: yeah, the thing that was the best about his personal vendetta was that it... It only partially... It wasn't about killing Oliver. It was about killing or hurting everyone that he cares about or everything. Because he lost the love of his life. Yeah, know. yeah. So was that was the man. way to get him. He almost... You know, it wasn't all, so at times even really about killing Oliver, which made it even more intriguing.
0: He you know? wanted Oliver to feel the same exact pain that he felt when Shadow died, and that wasn't about killing him because he didn't, you know, he didn't die from it. It was Shadow who died, so he made sure that Oliver felt that pain. And since this is an
1: older with uh, Ben Affleck, it's an older Batman. You know, maybe I don't know, maybe either yeah, he's been hired out by someone, right? Or or maybe Batman
0: has. Hurt or someone
1: something maybe there's
0: some connection
1: yeah that we're it, not, it, not aware like, of. it
0: definitely looks like this deathstroke has been around for a while because that little teaser scene if they go with the same type of costume I'm assuming they'll probably change up a couple things right because um, it's just concept you know right now with Deathstroke, but if you look at it in, in you know a little bit closer in detail that there are some markings on his helmet and on his uh, you know outfit yeah. or his armor is, is that it looks like there's war been, torn like, war torn you know like chinks to it and stuff like that that um, he's been in the battle, you know, multiple times, and so this is this is going to be a Deathstroke that has history uh, and has, you know, maybe a background story with Bruce Wayne already. So, um, you know, I'm I'm like in the words of Kevin Smith, um, you know, they can take all my money. Uh, the minute that Deathstroke hit the, you know, hit this film, you know, it, it was I, it didn't even matter if it was Joe Manganella or not. Um, they could have put anybody. They could have put Ray Park in there and not let him talk, and it just be Ray you know, <laughs> Park. Yeah, Ray Park. Like know, most of those, roles. Yeah. right yeah, and that to me, Batman, Deathstroke, one on one, two hours of it, I'll I'll watch it. You know, you don't even have to have a script. Just let them fight it out for two hours. So then Do you think that with that? I mean, I know obviously.
1: You know, switching kind of with the TV world, emerging back with that. I I know that um, obviously Stephen Amell said that. But do you think that means that they will use him, or do you think it's just kind of I a? I hope. A, yeah, I don't know why else you
0: would say it. I hope because I mean, remember, like at the end of season two, Greg Berlanti was all about using Slade again, and he only used him for that one episode when Oliver was training uh, uh, Speedy, you know, on the island and everything, and it didn't, you know, it didn't seem like he was coming back anytime soon, and then they started going and. Way, way different direction from right. Damon Yark. And he's in, you know, Greg Berlanti, you know, even admitted to that because of the success of The Flash and its lightheartedness and, you know, its easy tones that they try to, you know, do the same concept on Arrow, but it failed miserably. Because, right. you know, Arrow started out as like a, a dark crime saga. So you have to go back to its roots. And, you know, there's not a. The only real deaths that are on The Flash are Barry's parents. And, in Arrow, it seems like everybody and their mom is, is up for grabs, you know. Oh, I mean, dying. season one, he was killing people, everybody, yeah, yeah a bunch so, of people were dying,
1: you, thought you didn't know who was gonna die, someone was
0: gonna die. Yeah, so, I mean, you go back to the, that that style with Manu death Deathstroke, you know, like I said, he doesn't have to be the main villain. I understand that uh, they've already got it down, and, you know, somebody, you know, from the first episode has a vendetta to take up against, you know, the Green Arrow and stuff, so, good for that, um, but if you did a three-story arc this season with Deathstroke, great, and then maybe next season do another three-story arc, you know. Uh, you know
1: what I would even like to see that I think would be cool, so even if you think about, um, like I said, in season two, and it's not like totally ripping off season two, but let's be real, we know Arrow has the um, concept of, oh, like, oh, hey, let's take over, the bad guy is going to take over the city, and at the very end they're going <laughs> to fight it out, and Downtown. Yeah, okay, what is it the line
0: that uh, Officer um, Lance says or whatever? What was that? When it was season three when uh, Raza Ghul's men were taking over. He's like, what is it, May or something like that? Oh, you know, uh, yeah, right, and stuff like that. right. Yeah, well, I, I mean, so,
1: well, you know, I don't want to get too off track, but let's think about it. So season one, Malcolm Merlin and the Glades, right? Destroy Starlink City. Season two, Deathstroke. And Maracruz Soldiers. Maracruz Soldiers downtown once right. again, right? Season three. Two times. Twice. With Brick and. Oh, with Brick? I forgot about yeah. that. But it was like downtown or in the city or whatever, right? Season four, Damien yeah. Dark, yeah. the like three minute fight scene. Yeah,
0: it's, yeah. It's and the, the, other, the second time in <laughs> season three was Rob's uh, cool. So that's, that's the, right. Like, who the hell wants to move to Starlink City?
1: Well, I sure saw one, in one or, or heck, sorry. Um, but the thing that I think would be cool is. Um, what if so you have this new individual who's kind of this vigilante that is acting as if they are the arrow but killing people and it's supposed to have someone from from the very first episode episode. um you know i I think there'd be a couple really cool things with it It is we've talked about it before is what if at the end of this it ends up being like tommy elliott i think that would be uh, i'm sorry um Tommy Merlin. Tommy Merlin, excuse me, getting my characters all yeah. Um, Tommy Elliott's hush, but uh, yeah, Tommy Merlin, right? And then Tommy Merlin was one behind this because he and he always had an odd relationship with Oliver, right? You know. But then not only that, but then you say, okay, well, whether he was dead or if the Speed Force or whatever changed that, right? Who knows? Yeah. Maybe maybe it was, you know, you you don't know who knows, right? But um. Who would be training him would be five years maybe it's slade wilson that would be you know awesome. what i mean so maybe slade is one of those things where he comes in like the last yeah. three episodes but it like could he's be been simply, behind it yeah you it, know could it could be mean?
0: simply just some guy that has a, a grudge against yeah, and the and and training him. You yeah know?
1: because if you think about what it took oliver five years to get off the island and he and he was trained from not knowing anything so that's Whoa, at least yeah. that's at least believable five years for oliver five years for tommy Whereas, it's not the... What if it, Tommy went to the Lazarus pit? That's what I'm thinking. I mean, you know, because even though that it was destroyed at one time, but was that before or after Malcolm took over? Just before. That,
0: Tommy died in season one. Like No, no, but I
1: mean, was the Lazarus pit destroyed? Because remember, Malcolm started. took over as Roz. Right. And then um, um, the Nissa the took, took over. over. Yep. And then she destroyed it, right? right? So what if he
0: ended up? Malcolm used it to bring but his what son. What if Roz did it? What if Roz, uh, Roz? Yeah. Freaking. What if Roz at the end of season one to get back at Malcolm takes him, trains him in the League of Assassins, yeah, or I mean, oh, oh my God! There you go. You know what I mean? The circle is not yeah, Well, that's
1: the thing. I think that's a way to bring it full circle and make some of those characters characters relatable. Like, oh, it was Roz, or oh, you know, it was uh, Slade Wilson. And that doesn't mean you have to use him the entire season, because I think we actually, the fans, were drawn out by it when you saw Damien Dark in every episode with his, like, suit on it. Was, there wasn't a, like, appeal to the villain. Right. Because even if you think of Slade, like, sometimes... We wouldn't always see him in his Deathstroke costume. That was actually...
0: Not no, prominent he, until yeah. the second half of the season, right. and even at the, the beginning
1: of sec- season two, you didn't even see him. He yeah. just—it
0: was Brother Blood, remember? Yeah, Brother Blood was the, like the main bad guy in the beginning of the season. But yeah, Manu Bennett sold Slade Wilson hmm. without the district costume. Yeah, because show costume was just you know icing on the cake. I know. I
1: remember losing my mind in a good way, obviously. But when I'm sitting That's there really watching right. season, well, yeah, when when um watching season two and Oliver comes and I think like this Brother Blood or whatever is the guy, the main guy and Oliver comes around the corner and his mom's sitting there talking to someone on the couch oh, and boom it's bl- Slade. Slade Wilson yeah. I was like oh
0: my gosh. That's kind of like, so my favorite scene from all the shows you know that we've watched and stuff like that was when Slade killed Moira. Oh, I didn't see it coming. No, no one saw that coming. And that was just like The acting in that—that's when you knew that it was real personal. That's when you like the writing was was at its point where it's like, yeah, this is not about killing Oliver. It's about making him pay, and it got real, real fast. So
1: you know, I think that's an easy way to do it. Um, You know, whether it's Tommy or whether, like you said, whether it's just someone—you know, someone that feels that their life was destroyed by the arrow because they—they were you know, they were, or they had a relative that was killed by the right. air or something like that, right? But how do you justify the past five years? Like, you're not going to be that great training on your own, or maybe you are. Well, hey, here's Slade Wilson. He trained Oliver in, what, two years, right? Right. On the island. Um, so, yeah, you know, I think that would be a cool way to
0: not only bring it full circle, but still use the character, but not overuse the character. I think it... What about... Here's a crazy idea. So what if he was a bad guy in legends of tomorrow? Just oh. think about it. Now that the Hawkman and Hawk Girl are gone, the the team is now more regular people, you know, Firestorm, right? Different, but you know, that would be, you know, a good way to reintroduce him back into the Arrow universe. Right. Yeah and then somehow work him way in next season. Well, I mean, they already went up against his son, remember? Yeah. Slayton Jr. when they were in the future. Uh Uh-huh. And so... Which is pretty cool. And that shows
1: that they're, I mean, you know, and I don't know if some of that was done on purpose, but that shows that, like, that wasn't just a one and done for Deathstroke. Right. You know? Um, Yeah, you know, I think there's a lot of great things that they could do, hoping that they do it, hoping that... Stephen Amell just saying that, yeah, we're allowed to use this character, that they weren't... He wasn't just saying that as a generalization, and that they actually will some way. Um, Yeah, but I really hope... I'm glad that they're going back to the roots of era, but I really hope they do something that kind of brings it full circle, like, no way, that makes sense, or I... You know, I I think that would be great, and I think think what they need more of this year, it doesn't have to be all the time, but you know, in a lot of the seasons, there were all these reveals... You know all these different reveals, whether it was Tommy finding out that Malcolm was the Dark Archer, uh, you know, yeah. or little things like Slade wasn't Brother Blood, and then you found out that Brother Blood was the mayor, the guy running for mayor. You know, it's just like all these little things that ended up making sense in the big picture, where I think the past two seasons were fairly cut and dry, and here's the bad guy the
0: whole time. The yeah, it, it took a it took a backseat to the the Flash storyline, you know, right. with Reverse Flash and. You know, that, I mean, that was an amazing story in itself and everything, but, yeah, it, it, I think that the riders, you know, had a, they were, they got split up over all the different shows, yeah. and that was kind of, it showed that, that, you know, they, they put their A-team riders on the Flash because they wanted the Flash to do well, so it made Arrow suffer, and then they split the teams up even more to make sure Legends of Tomorrow would succeed, and so it's, I think these new group of riders are starting to just click, yes a, you know, a lot better, instead but. of... And, you know, you just had a team kind of say, all right, we're going to have Raz al Ghul, and he's going to destroy the city. And then we're going to have Damien Dark and he's going to destroy the city. And so um, I think you got to... So Damien Dark was not a monster villain or whatever from the comics. And so not many people knew about him. And it just, there was no history behind it for people. Right. for Arrow to succeed, you got to go with, you know, a Slade Wilson type, you know, to... To kind of balance out these new villains that you're gonna get, so I think, yep. you know, with Amel saying that, you know, the Manu Bennett can still be Deathstroke, even though that there's gonna be a Deathstroke in the movies, I think that's definitely good because that's gonna, sa- that could possibly save Arrow for future seasons. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: you know, I just we keep hoping for the best with that. So, and I mean, they kind of alluded to that with the concept of the suicides. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Suicide Squad uh, characters. I don't think they'll use any of those personally, um, and they didn't really come right out and say that. But I don't know if you saw the other day where they were talking about using the Suicide Squad and Arrow was actually to gauge fan interest yes, to see
0: prior to the, how many people actually like. Yeah, yeah, that was that interesting. Concept. That was interesting. But I mean, with that, like you know, that news came out like they, you know, the the Warner Brothers execs asked the TV. You know, crew. Hey, can you put Suicide Squad into you know, and we'll see how well it does. Great, you know, but the only one that you had on, on the team that was actually on this version of Suicide Squad was Deadshot. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, it's apples and oranges to me. Uh, yeah, like, sure. You know. And kind of Harley. That little tease, remember? Yeah. Right. Yeah, they had that little tease, and they took her away. Yeah. Will Holland, you know, came out later on. Said that they actually had Harley Quinn added on to the Suicide Squad, but then they were told to take her off. So and that was a, a major disappointment. Yeah, that was so, great. But you know, I'm just excited. Uh, Deathstroke is a, you know a great villain in the comics. Is you know uh, in the Arkham games, you got to see him for a little bit. he's Been a great villain. He you know the character really got a, a boost from when he showed on Arrow. So. um I really do think that we'll see you know a good representation of Deathstroke in the movies. You got anything else?
1: Yeah I agree I'm looking forward to it um I think it was a great tease that sparked everybody's interest and gets everybody talking and uh but you know we want to know what you all think as well Uh, what are your thoughts on it um did you first of all did you even like it Uh, I know most people did but um if not what what did you think were some issues or what do you think about the incorporation of Deathstroke, not only in um, the movie-verse, but also what What do you think? Do you think that, uh, Deathstroke will come back to Era? We'd love to hear your thoughts.
0: Yeah, so make sure you check out our other podcast, Los Fanboys, who goes over all the movie news and uh, and television news throughout the week, and they cover the main topics of you know what's people, what people are really talking about. They also do um, some great interviews. Um, check out Comic Uno's page on Mondays. You know, Comic Uno, she gives all her weekly wrap-ups on what you know, basically, you know, in her comic collection and what she's watching on TV. And then make sure you check out um, The Weekend Warrior by Edward Douglas. Wednesdays at 11, he posts a weekly wrap-up of movies, independent and major films, and uh, gives you all the inside uh, info you need For upcoming films as well as interviews. So that's it from Mike and Mark on LRM TV podcast this week. Um, We hope to hear from you guys. Let us know. Uh, You can always reach us uh, by email on the uh, contact page.